So I've spent the past three, four days trying to figure out how to write my personal statement, right? And I haven't been able to write it just because I haven't felt like writing it. I regard myself as a very impulsive writer. And in most cases, I don't force myself to write because I know that it will happen when the time comes. But for this, as is with many things that I can't avoid, there are deadlines and deadlines need to be met, right? So had to figure something out. I ended up extending the first deadline, which was, I think, today morning itself. And just because I couldn't, I couldn't do it because I didn't feel like it. I would get distracted. I would watch TV with my brother, which is a great thing, but definitely not the right thing to do for two hours and then have to go do five other things. <laughs> so not the smartest, but I mean, you can't help yourself and it's not that big of a deal, which I'm glad I can say now before I would have smacked myself, but I do not because I'm cool now, I think. So in this event of trying to figure out how the heck to put together this statement, I you know, tried going outside, I tried turning off the Wi-Fi today morning and doing it that way. Inadvertently, something would distract me and come up. So a couple hours ago, I did what I did to brainstorm my ideas for the statement and I went to a nearby park and I sat on the same bench I had earlier. Part of me sat on that same bench thinking, hey, if I write something cool, I can say, I can, I can bring my grandkids here and say, your grandfather wrote all of his cool stuff on this bench and it would be very cool. But yes, yeah, so I did that and the draft is done and it's great there's a lot to be polished a lot of me wanted to write the perfect statement at once but obviously that's not how it works so i did it and i'm here so why why am i making this someone has told me one of my friends ayushi told me i am really good at noticing the small things in everything and appreciating those small moments, things that might seem insignificant to people, but I managed to stop and appreciate them. So here's something I noticed. When going to try and write this draft, when I went to write it, what I noticed was for most of the duration of the time, I was writing great, but there were times where I felt confused. So I got up, I got off the area I was sitting, I walked around a little, I didn't say anything. I just moved around, didn't think much. I just moved and stopped and then came back. And with another new mind, as I like to say, I wrote again. And why is this significant? It's significant because I mainly just spent the last couple minutes explaining why I don't force myself to write and how I'm such an impulsive writer that I can't just write when I feel like it, apparently. But that's completely contradictory to what just happened. I went to the park, I sat, and I wrote the draft. 
Like, how did I do that, right? <laughs> Isn't this something I'm not capable of? Apparently it is. And on the bike ride back, I realized, holy crap, the reason I've considered myself such an impulsive writer is because at home, when I think of things to talk about, when I think of ideas, when I, when I think of concepts, it's generally not all the time, mainly because I am so focused on not being focused. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm always trying to not do stuff. Uh, what I mean to say is in, in a way of work, which I do, which is very interrupt driven, I rarely have time to singularly focus on one thing and think and think and think and being in such an interrupt driven environment has caused me to start not appreciating the time I have thinking because the amount of dopamine that gets flooded into your system when you get a text from someone saying, oh my gosh, I need this. Can we get on call? For me, being a talker <laughs> is, is amazing. It's huge and so much more huge than thinking of something. And thinking of something does give you great returns, but whenever I think about it, it feels so ugh, work heavy, especially ones that don't involve just free design. Uh, things that involve concept creation, thematics, take time to think of while I love doing them. They're not easy. And when I do, when I have done them, when I've done them for the essays I've written, when I've done them for the things that I've came out and written and, you know, learned a lot from, they've been in times where I was not interrupt driven. And I sat down, I started working, and I hit a rhythm. That rhythm was only achieved because I sat down and started working. Most of the times I'm never sitting down and working, if you get what I mean in this case. So I've always considered myself super impulsive because it rarely happens that I just sit down to singularly focus on finishing one task that has to do with something huge like this. Especially writing because Writing is such a, oh, can I, can I write well again? How did I write well last time? It's sometimes I sit and I think, how do I do it? But the more I've podcasted, the more I've written, I've realized it's, it's just a personality you bring into your writing. So it's really not all that difficult to reproduce as long as you're willing to think. And I've never given me, myself that chance of thinking. So today when I did, I was able to come out with something that I really liked. Something that was almost a written podcast, as many of the things I write these days are. And I think that, you know, purely encompasses the way I write and the way that a lot of people do write because writing is all about imbuing your unique personality to convey something super cool, but super uniquely, purely because it's you. So my time at the park leads me to realize I'm, I'm not that all an impulsive writer. All the keys that I need are already there. There's this very interesting quote that I think would be cool to mention from a book that I've been reading called White Tiger by Aravind Adiga. It's a very interesting book. It's all about, I won't spoil it, but it's a wild book. It's just about kind of the class system in India and the craziness that happens there. 
while the service that hosts my quotes is loading, I'll tell you more. This, this key that I've been looking for was already there in the sense that I've been looking for a way to write without having to just rely on it happening. And the key is purely focusing on wanting to write. It's focusing on controlling the feeling of not wanting to write and replacing it with time spent beginning. And this happens in pretty much everything you do when it comes to creating habits. It's, it's always the first push, right? It's always beginning something that is difficult, right? And now that it's begun, now that it's moving forward, that momentum is very easy to maintain and continue growing from and building from because you've already seen that success in the past. You have anchors to motivate you, something that uh, I guess hint hint is what I'm talking about in the statement itself because the moment you have success, that feeling of it makes more and more of a want from you to do it again. And there's more and more of an ability because you feel more confident in that ability to do so. It's just you have to take the first jump. So here is the quote. The quote is, you were looking for a key for years, but the door was already open. You were looking for a key for years, but the door was already open. How crazy is that? You're looking for a key for years, but the door was already open. What does that mean? That literally means you're looking for the answer to your questions. You're the, the answer to your qualms forever. For, you're questioning yourself. You're fine. You're looking for it, but it's already there. It's already in front of you. You just have to, and it comes in moments when you're not even looking for it. I wasn't looking for it today. It just happened. It comes in moments when you allow yourself to do things other than look for something. When you allow yourself to live, because you will ultimately find the answer to all of your questions through simply living and letting flow happen, letting life happen. So this was a long one, but a lot of learnings and truly there's something to learn from every small moment. So continue appreciating them, we will.